Well, I'm discovering that I need a serenity break uh, during the day. <laughs> Welcome to another serenity break where we take 10 or eight, five or 10 minutes and uh, recoup, regroup, reset, refresh our spirits and by focusing on the things of the Lord and who we are in Christ and who he is to us. Today, I want to talk with you about the hope that purifies. The hope that purifies. As you know, and as you know well, we live in a fallen world. We live in a world that does not recognize its creator. We live in uh, a world where there's a lot of religion, a lot of zeal for God, but does not recognize the righteousness of Christ. And it's from that pool, that uh, spiritual gene pool, if you will, that God calls his own. God sent his son into the world, not because we were so lovable, not because we had finally attained some level of spiritual ascendancy, not because we had finally attained some level of righteousness for which he was compelled to respond. God came, sent his son into the world at a time when the world did, would not recognize him, and even the nation of Israel would not receive him. And yet there were those who did receive him. I'm speaking, of course, out of John chapter 1, and let me just read that now. Beginning in verse 9, The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. So there we have the natural state of fallen man. They don't recognize him, nor do they receive him. Even in their religiosity. God is not impressed with human religion. But then we read in verse 12, Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. The hope that purifies is that we are truly children of God. And this isn't just some Hallmark card sentimentality. This isn't some universal, oh, I know we are all children of God. This is a work of God that creates something new within humanity. Something new after the image and model of Jesus Christ himself. Something so profound, the magnitude of which is so great, that it transforms us and conforms us progressively into the very image of Jesus Christ in thought, word, and deed. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. What I hope you can capture in this brief serenity break today is the glory and the power of what it means to be a child of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or of a husband's will, 
but born of God, meaning that it is God who took the initiative, God who acted upon you in gracious mercy and raised you from your spiritual death in trespasses and sins and gave you new life in Christ so that you are now a new creation under a new covenant with a new hope and a hope that purifies. In 1 John chapter 2 and 3, we read this, beginning with chapter 2, verse 29. If you know that he is righteous, you know that everyone who does what is right has been born of him. And then John goes into this incredible exclamation. See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God! Exclamation mark. And that is what we are in the emphatic. He goes on to say, quote, The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Dear friends, now we are children of God, and what we will be has not yet been made known. So there's the tension. We are now children of God. You are never going to be more child of God than you are today. Now, you will more fully realize what that is. You will more fully experience the existential reality of what it means to be a child of God. But you cannot become any more born of God than you are right this moment. You are living in the now, though not yet fully realized. And it's because we're not yet fully realized that we sometimes question or sometimes wonder the meaning of being a child of God since we do have the, the challenges and the struggles and even the trials of life at times to contend with. But none of those things, whatever's going on in your life today, none of those things redefine you. None of those things mean that you are less than a child of God. No, you are a child of God by virtue of the fact that God has acted and you have been born of God. Let me go on. Dear friends, now we are children of God and what we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when Christ appears, and he will appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. All who have this hope in him purify themselves, just as he is pure. Another translation says, just those who have this hope fixed on him. Is this where your hope is fixed today? No matter what you're dealing with, no matter what you're experiencing, your hope is not grounded in this life. Your hope is not grounded in the economy, in the state of society. Your hope is grounded in the fact that you have been born of God and that your life belongs to him, in him, through him that you are being conformed into his very image. And when you grasp this hope, 
when you grasp the magnitude of what God is doing in your life in Christ Jesus so that you are being conformed into the image and model of Jesus. It motivates you to purify yourself from anything that's not of him. Those who are born of God long to do the will of God, just as Jesus did. Those who are born of God long to do what is right by others, just as Jesus did. And as that happens, as that purification happens, you gain more of what it means to be human. We don't look to philosophy. We don't look to psychology. We don't look to sociology to understand what it means to be fully human. We look to Christ alone. Not only is, is he come to us in undiminished deity, he also comes to us in undefiled humanity. Our life, our human life, is best understood within the context of the humanity of Jesus. And once we realize that in him our humanity is being redeemed and that we are ever growing into what it means to be human once again, there's our motivation. There's our motivation to pause, maybe take a serenity break, and remind ourselves of this glorious truth that we have a hope, but it's a hope that purifies, even today. Amen.